What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the More Than Listening podcast. I'm Justin Barlow, and as always, I'm joined by Josh Cervantes. And I'm Joshua Hatcher, and welcome again to the More Than Listening podcast. Today, we are joined by not one, not two, but four very special guests. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Yes. Hello, my name is Brianna Trujillo, and I am a junior at Los Altos High School, and I'm also the co-president of Bonnie. My name is Yvonne Vargas. I am also co-president along with Brianna, and I am also a junior at Los Altos. My name is Emily Orozco. I'm the treasurer of NAMI, and I'm also a junior. All right, and I'm Francisco Delgado, and I'm the secretary of NAMI. Great. So why don't you guys tell us a little bit about NAMI? Okay, so basically what we do is we just want to create an environment where mental health is like not stigmatized. And if you don't know what NAMI stands for, because that's kind of, it's kind of weird, weird name, but um, it stands for National Alliance on Mental Illness. And we basically just have meetings like every other Wednesday just to chill back, you know, relax, because we know online school is really hard and life is just hard in general. So, you know, just like probably like 30 minutes of like a meeting, we just spend time like practicing on like self-care or just learning about mental health and in general. But yeah, that's basically it. Well, that sounds like a really good club. You guys are basically us, but academic. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Um, so how has you guys' quarantine been, all four of you? I know times are hard right now, but what have you guys been doing, you know, to stay active and stay healthy? Um, well, I've been, I've been, I periodically work out and I also like hanging out with my sister a lot, you know, playing with my dogs and quarantine sometimes has been hard, but you know, just trying to pull through the days. <laughs> That's awesome. What about the rest of you guys are pretty much the same answer? I think it's the same too. I think also like, cause we have so much time to ourselves. I've had time to discover like kind of new passions that I have or kind of like have that spark again that I have like lost interest um, in other things before, but now they're back again. So that's one of the things. That's good to hear. Uh, what about you, Emily? It was kind of hard to find a schedule just because like it, it was really stressful, like trying to get used to it and everything. But eventually I found a schedule. Like I realized how many hours there are in a day, like how I could actually use that time. Um, but yeah, something that I found like that I really liked and it was a good stress reliever was running and I got back into that because I used to do it in middle school and then I kind of just like stopped. But yeah, I, I started and I, I think it's a really fun thing to do. So yeah. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. Awesome. Sorry. I can't speak to that. Anyway, Francisco, what about you? All right. Um, <laughs> no. Um, so I think um, overall my quarantine has been eventful, but sort of talking about how um, Yvonne kind of said about discovering, playing with that theme, I think like the most, the major, the most major thing that's happened to me is sort of like, I guess, more narrowing down who I really am as a person, I guess, and then getting more comfortable with my identity and really, uh, you know, discovering my own passions. And I think something important that I've gotten into within quarantine is musical theater. And I think like, my uh not obsession but my passion not my passion for that has sort of like translated into further discovering myself and further allowing myself to succeed well yeah great answer <laughs> yeah that was awesome thank you guys um so if you guys could all give one piece of advice to the listeners out there what would you guys say um 
Well, one thing I would say is just keep trying hard and trust the process because I know like even myself, I have days where like, oh my God, I'm not going anywhere. Like what, what am I doing with life? Just trust yourself and, you know, let life unfold like what's expected for you, good or bad. Yeah, definitely. That's uh, that's actually really good. I hope you guys are listening. Josh, you too. Um, Yvonne, what about you? Um, I think another really important thing is staying like authentic to yourself because um, obviously you have time to self-reflect and grow as a person during this time where you're kind of just stuck in your bubble in your house. Um, but I think not being not trying to change for anyone and staying just true to yourself is really important because at the end of the day you have yourself like 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 truly you have yourself so just staying authentic to who you are yeah i think that's pretty cool emily oh sorry i didn't mean to cut you off go ahead um well something that i would like give as a piece of advice and something that i always try to remind myself when i feel like i kind of just like stressed out with the whole situation it's like there's more to life than this. It's not all going to be pandemic. You know, like, good things will come. What about you, Francisco? Um, so, again, uh, just on theme with the topic here, um, everyone's really talking about themselves, and that's what I really want to emphasize. That would be my advice. You know, we always look to what we're doing. We're like, who am I doing this for? You know, whether it be family, whether it be your friends, like, always realize that everything you do is for yourself. You know, ultimately, all your successes, all your failures, they're truly going to impact you, and I think that's something that I've sort of learned um, myself. I've learned to really appreciate, and it's sort of like, you know, I'm not doing this because I think society wants me to do this, or I'm not not doing this because society wants me to do this. I know that's a double negative, but it it helps get the point across. But what I'm saying is like, you know, just every time, remember that what you're doing right now, all the hard work you're going through, you know, those late nights you're staying up for, it's for yourself. And it's like, you're working for yourself. You're working harder every day for yourself, for a better future for yourself. And that would be my advice. Yeah, very, very well said. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Without without holding off anymore, we're going to go into the submissions. So our first one is I got into a good relationship with a guy and it was going good, but I self-sabotaged things. And we are talking about it currently, but I wish I just, I just wish I didn't constantly do that and I couldn't prevent it. And it's so hard for me to explain things to him because I suck at expressing my emotions. Uh, I thought I was ready for a relationship and this was something I could do, but now I'm second guessing myself. So, I mean, first thing I'm really drawn to more is that the idea that you feel like you suck at expressing your emotions. Cause I feel like, I feel like certain people have different ways of, of expressing not, not only their emotions, but their self. And I feel like everybody has their own independent way of doing so. So I feel like, you shouldn't really listen to what other people say of how you should express like your emotions and yourself, but find your own, find your own way of doing it. What do you guys think, Josh and Josh? <laughs> um, yeah. I want to say, first of all, like, thank you for, you know, like, you know, first of all, like, thank you for talking to us and like trusting us enough with your situation. And I know you said that like, like Justin was saying, like you feel that you suck at expressing your emotions, but you getting it out, even if it is to us and we don't know who you are, that is still you like getting it out of your heart or mind or wherever it is. And I'm like, you know, like talking about it. Um, it is hard when 
you do self-sabotage things because no one wants to do that. And it's not really something that we can control, but it is something we can work on. Um, I would say like my advice would be to like little by little, try expressing small emotions, you know, and working up to the bigger ones or explaining to your boyfriend piece by piece, kind of like what's going on. And even if he doesn't get it right away, you know, like try, like you can't just be like, okay, well, I'm bad at something and then just sit there, you know, like that, you're not going to get any better at it. You have to practice. And like, we're always saying like communication, you know, like last week it was Josh, the other week it was Justin. Now it's me like communication, communication, communication. That's really what we all need to work on. And I do hope that this relationship works out for you and that you, you know, like start working on the things that you both need to work on because a relationship needs both parties to work. And if one person's putting in all the work, then it's not going to work. But I don't know. Let's see. Let's see what Nami has to say about this. Well, I think that, um, the, but like whoever you are, like, I think the first thing that you even have to do, like when you realize that you have like a flaw or something, is like acknowledging that you have it in order to overcome it. Obviously, like acknowledging that you have that is the first and primary thing. And you already have that down, so good for you. You're very like um, on that process. But I think what Josh, Joshua was saying about that communication, I think that's really important. You're not going to get it like all in like overnight it's going to be like a process that you go through um like daily and you have to practice like with everyone with your family with your friends and also with, like even teachers and stuff like that so just like those little things that transform into something bigger i would say is like how you would get into that um into like what you like ultimately want Sorry, actually, I agree with what Yvonne was saying. And one thing to like um, to emphasize is that the process of like this, like working on this um, this thing is like it's not going to be linear. Some days you're probably gonna you're probably gonna be lost at times, and that's okay. Just make sure to like at least you you're able to accept it and realize, oh, like I did something wrong. But don't make sure not to like over sabotage yourself with these feelings because like that's really bad for you and and it's just it's just terrible like you know you, you don't have to be so hard on yourself just accept that you 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 messed up and just work on it and remember that you know some days are probably going to be better than other days but yeah that's basically it um i um, i found i found this really interesting because i kind of saw everyone whatever everyone's advice that was just given and particularly, I like what Bree said, and then what um, Joshua said as um, before Bree, Yvonne. And it's like you're not gonna have, you know, you're not always gonna be able to, you're not always gonna be able to have the most amazing days, right? Like that's human nature. We're all gonna be like that. You know, some days we're gonna be doing great. Some days we're gonna be doing amazing. But like our guiding force within that darkness is communication, right? It's you know what keeps what keeps relationships together whether they be romantic or whether platonic or whether it's with your family or with your friends it's that sense of communication and that's what's important right it's like we're not going to improve if we can't if if we're not willing to communicate about it right and so i feel like the most important thing in this is like even if you don't feel personally good at communicating even if you feel that you're not good at your expressing your emotions even if you feel like you shouldn't be talking about this you need to talk about it. And I think that's just the most important thing when it, even if it's not about relationships, like communication really is at the center focus of everything we do in life. And so I think the best piece of advice that any of us, um, the most people here could, <laughs> the most people here could give you is communicate, communicate 
reach out to, you know, him, reach out to your family and be like, you know, how can I do this better? Reach out to your friends and be like, what do you think I can do better and this? And just make sure that you have people around you who can support you in this journey. And that's what's important. Support, community. And that's my advice. Also, it's like stepping out of your comfort zone, you know? Like, you have to get, if, it, if it's something you need to work on, it's practically stepping out of your comfort zone and making it stronger. Um, something I would say about this is, like, I like what Brianna said, um, don't talk down on yourself just because, like, you, you, you find it hard to express yourself, your emotions. Um, it takes time, especially for someone who's, like, who doesn't know how to communicate with, like, not only, like, your significant other, but also with, like, everyone around you, you know, like, family, friends. So, like, just, like, start slow, like Brianna said, like, um, like, practice communication with everyone around you. And then you slowly build up to like express being able to express yourself the way you want to with your significant other yeah i think that's really that, that's really well said by everybody um you know like to the person that wrote this like if you are listening like just know that like francisco was saying like surround yourself with people who you know like are going to support you through this and I think that I can speak for everyone here that like you can reach out to us, reach out to Nami, reach out to MTL, reach out to us personally. Like we want to help you guys get better ultimately. Like we're not just here talking to hear ourselves talk. Like we want everyone to get better and we just want you guys to know that anything you set your mind to is possible. And as cheesy as that sounds, like it's true. Like we have the power over our own lives. And on that note, I, I use my power to go to the next submission. Um, so it says, I've been talking to a guy for a while now, and we haven't met yet, but every time I mention hanging out, he only suggests hanging out late at night. What does it mean? I don't know if he's taking me seriously or he only wants me for something else. Hmm. That's crazy. I I don't know, because that's, that's a little confusing, because my mind instantly says, like, yeah, like, he's, you know, possibly using you for something else. But... I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, like, it's such a hard, like, yeah. I can't really be like, yeah, he's only using you for this or no, he's not because I don't want to be the determining factor. Mm. You know, I say, I say it's a red flag. Definitely. Yeah. That he only wants to hit you up late at night. Like only shady stuff happens at night. I think it's something that you have to look into more. And then I feel like we talked about it a couple episodes ago, like having boundaries for not only yourself, but people that you hang around with because I mean, if he's only hitting, like jo like Josh said, if he's only hitting you up late at night, like that should already be a red flag. Like that should be something that you could take in consideration. Like, hey, if if this is what you want me for, that's not what I want. So, I mean, I feel like the best advice for someone like that is to just cut them off because that's just negative and toxic that you don't need. But... I mean, you never know, too. There's other situations like maybe maybe he's at work all day or he has school all day or he has something that he's just preoccupied with. And maybe that takes up most of his time. But it definitely is a red flag. And it's something that you should take in consideration more. What do you guys think? I mean, we, I mean, we have to look at it because, like, look at it. Like, we're guys, you know, so like we don't see this the same way that this person does if they are like a female. You know what I'm saying? Like, for us guys, it's like, mm, yeah, we know what he's about. You know, like, he's, he's shady. 
in in my opinion. But I don't know. Like, ladies, what do you think? Um, I think I think I agree with what Hacha was saying. Just like that red flag. I'm not. You know, I think. I don't know. I think if someone really wants, you know, to. Um, if someone really cares about you, they're gonna like find some time. Even if you guys are just like talking right now, I think the the night is kind of it's kind of shady, and it's also just not safe because you're going with someone that you've never met. I think that's also like the thing that if you are, you know, like a girl, um, I think that's just something we need to like look out for. Um, like you know, shady guys, um, because of just like society or like the world is, um, you just gotta like really be careful with who you're talking to and know who um who you're talking to all the time especially since it's like online you don't you don't see their behaviors and you don't you don't see how they react so i think i think it is shady i would say just try doing it um like during the day but yeah set your boundaries as well i think that's extremely important yeah and also like adding on to what you've been saying i like one thing to to note too is like understand your worth and if he's gonna not accept you for like, you know, like saying like, oh, like for like going later, earlier in the day, you know, and like, he's gonna be like, oh, well, like, like, like if he, he says like th- these constant things that make you feel bad about yourself, cut him off. Like, um, if I'm under my opinion, I just feel like you, you have to, you have to uh, be, be able to like accept like your, your own self and and you, you don't want, like, someone to manipulate you to, like, you know, believing that there's something. But, I mean, obviously, I don't know the situation. But if he continues, like, say, like, kind of, like, red flags, like, I would personally cut him off. But that's what I personally think. Yeah, I think that if, um, like, if you see more of these red flags, like, kind of, like, maybe, like, I'm not saying take this advice, but, like, uh, consider like consider maybe being straightforward like when you're texting him like ask like be more clear with what you want and what and then ask him what his intentions are maybe like just to like be straightforward sometimes that's like that's the kind of communication that's needed i mean yeah like i mean asking someone straight out is obviously effective at what? I don't know. But it's obviously going to get you some type of response. And that response can't tell you a lot about the thing you're questioning. Um, I think it's important also to look at the fact that you already notice shady behavior. Like, if you notice that it's shady and you're thinking about it, like, are you are you really not sure what it is? Or are you just trying to find another explanation for something that you already know is happening? You know? And I'm not saying it's your fault because, you know, when we like something or, you know, something makes us happy, we obviously don't want to give it up. But I think what they're like, the girls were saying about, like, notice these behaviors and notice how it makes you feel. I think that's really important. And not to out my guys, but I don't know. Francisco hasn't let me down yet. So let's see what his response is. Um, Yeah. So primarily, like, after hearing everyone's thoughts and reading through the submission itself, I think I have two major points that I find really important to stress. First of all, all, every single circumstance is definitely different and unique to us as people. And then secondly, prioritize your safety. You know, no matter what, no matter how much you like this person, no matter how much you think, you know, he could be the love of your life, no matter how much you think, you know, you just need to be with him. You're thinking about this relationship, right? And it's continuation. 
ensuring, you know, happy compromise. And then secondly, I would say that just like everyone else has said, this is definitely like, I'm not, I'm not saying it's indicative of some, of something else, but I'm saying it really doesn't put shine him under a, you know, a good light. And I think just definitely don't, don't compromise your safety over it. Just be sure that what you're doing is fine. And then, you know, don't be, don't let his, you know, if you're saying, Hey, you know, I kind of want to meet you. Right. And he's saying, and he's being sort of, um, he's taking a stance where it's like, you know what? No, I can only meet at night and that's all, you know, you have to make it work. Don't let that, that treatment and that sort of, um, I guess in a way of repression get to you. You got to make sure that you also take your own stance, right? You got to make sure that you realize and he realizes that you're both equal in this relationship and that your opinion should matter just as much as his does. And yeah, that would be my advice, but definitely stressing that safety. And before you do anything, discuss it with a parent or, you know, not with a yes, with a parent or an adult. That's that would be my advice. Make sure you're safe. And sorry for cutting off. <laughs> you're good. I think, I think if you really want to see this person so badly and he does too, maybe you guys could meet like as a friend group with other people like during the day. Cause I feel like you two alone at night doesn't sound very good. And it's probably not the safest thing for you. Like everybody's been saying. So like, yeah, you do have to prioritize your safety because it's very dangerous with talking to people online and people can be very manipulative and they can take, they can take advantage of you being vulnerable. So I really think that, that would everything, everything that everyone is saying is very, very important to be listening to because you really do have to prioritize your safety and you need to be careful with people that you are allowing into your life and to get close to you. Yeah, that's definitely something like, I think a lot of people should know before having the relationships they do, because like, if someone were to like teach me how to be like, be cautious of who like to have in my life, like Justin would not be here because he's annoying. Like, I, I just can't stand Please. him sometimes. Like for real. But no, I'm just kidding. But for <laughs> real though, like, please like be safe. And like, I like what they're, like Justin was suggesting about like a friend group. And even if it's not like during the daytime, because like Justin said, maybe he works or something, but you know, a friend group or a group and, you know, talking to an adult or parent, just take all the necessary precautions you need to, because even, even though, you know, like people don't seem like they're, they have hidden intentions, like you never know. And we, I think that we just want you guys all to be safe. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think we can move on to the next suggestion, and we're gonna leave this one to Nami. All right, a submission we received on our Instagram was talk about mental health and coping with depression. Okay, I'll just start this one off. Okay, so obviously, like these days are really hard, given the fact that we're like limited to where we go out. And like, you know, I know some people don't have like backyards or like, you know, uh, a space to like, you know, just get the vitamin D that you need. But just like the simple things in life, you should like accomplish yourself. Obviously, yeah. depression isn't like something that that needs to be worked overnight, that, that like you can fix overnight. It's it's something that's like linear, like how I emphasize, like some days are probably going to be feel like more bad than others. And make sure to just reach out to like your friends, family members, or anyone you feel comfortable talking to, because, you know, expressing these emotions and being vulnerable towards like overcoming this, um, overcoming how you feel is important because 
you know, just like keeping these these emotions inside of yourself is something that's not going to help you. Like you're just going to be bottled up. And, you know, obviously like um, we're, we're not professionals, but, you know, just make sure to like, like feel, make sure to accomplish yourself like over small things, such as like being able to brush your teeth, be like, oh, that's like, I, I did something. I was able to wake up and, you know, brush my teeth, make my bed, you know, those small things in life are something that you can add value to. And yeah, that's basically it. Kind of adding on to what Bree is saying, I think it's also um, really important that you take the time out of your day to like care for yourself because like that's what um, goes into depression and anxiety is ultimately like being able to be in a, like to get out of those depressive states or like um, trying to like calm down your anxiety. It's to be able to like acknowledge like um, what you need and what you require. And some of those things that like seem very simple are like eating, like make sure you're eating like your breakfast, make sure you wake up at a reasonable time because I know sometimes I'll wake up like five minutes before class and call it a day. But um, it's just really important that you get in those meals as well. Take it like when you're done with school, close your laptop for like a good five, 10 minutes, get up, like take a walk just outside around the block or something, walk your dog, whatever it is, because you really do need to like, kind of just realize that we're in a pandemic yes but you're not but you don't have to be like enclosed and also um when you're like you know in those low mental states also realize that you are grateful for things because some of the things we take for granted like you know we took for granted um that communication with friends like in person and when the pandemic hit we were all like wow like we really took all of that for granted so just um, acknowledge that you still have some of these things, like um, maybe you still like keep in contact with some friends, that's a good thing. Maybe you have a good relationship with your siblings or your parents and take those into consideration, as well as working on your flaws, that's also important. Um, but I think I'm gonna pass it to Francisco and what he has to say. Oh, what a smooth transition. Um, yeah, so honestly, um, first of all, uh, I don't, um, you know, my advice isn't professional advice, so that's what I want to first get out there. But I think what I had could be what I have to say could be insightful for at least even one person. And most of it, like, yeah, I personally have sort of dealt with, as I sort of mentioned earlier in when the, when this started, was like the idea of identity, right? And I think what I've learned most of that, and like learning about myself and learning about other things, you know, that I personally find interesting or intriguing or just things that I find pleasing is that you shouldn't let what society expects of you or what, you know, other people, even if it's your parents expect of you, if it goes against what you internally feel or what you internally believe in, you shouldn't let all these things, you know, sort of infringe upon that and, you know, sort of contradict your beliefs in a way. And I think that the most important thing to focus on is yourself. As I said earlier, you know, everything you're doing is for yourself. And I think, everything that you should be doing, uh, everything that we can be, we can do about mental health and about depression, at least not about depression, but uh, in regards to mental health and in, in connection to um, your identity and being uncomfortable with that and sort of, you know, what comes from that. And like, this, I guess in a way, like sometimes self-hatred, because I know I've felt that, it's really important to focus on that, you know, most of the time societal constructs that tell you, you can't be this or you can't do that because, you know, of who you are or how you look, they're not that important. After all, they're societal construct, construct, 
constructs for a reason because they're put there by society. And what we need to focus on and what, you know, we as people, individuals need to focus on is really just on making sure that we're all the truest version of ourselves. Even even if people say, you know what, you can't do that. Or you know what, that's not right. It's focusing on what we can do to live a successful life where we can be, you know, who we want to be. And yeah. And then secondly, if you ever feel, have any thoughts, you know, whether they be of depression or any thoughts about mental issues that you think, hey, maybe I have something, definitely go look, you know, go to your counselors. There are definitely other school, um, there are school resources, district resources that you can look to, you know, further, you know, assist yourself and get assistance from professionals who can truly help improve, you know, your situation in that. And so that would be my advice. Wow. Sorry. Well, we got to take a breath after that. That was whoo, the whole Shakespearean monologue right now. Anyway, <laughs> all right, go ahead. Even what were you saying? Sorry. No, 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 you're good. I was just gonna say also, just going off a little bit, Francisco, because I didn't mention it was like self-diagnosing. I know, like for our army meetings, we we meant like we made a meeting over self-diagnosis, self-diagnosing, and how it's how it's not the most like good thing that you should be doing. Um, the thing about like depression and anxiety like to like getting like um like uh talking about like the stigma stigmatization that is like within just anxiety like just mental illnesses is also like how people tend to like just because they're having like a bad day they're just like oh well I, like i'm depressed or something like that or if they feel nervous they automatically think that they have anxiety um make sure that if you do feel like you um you might be having it don't just google it and like go off of those because some of those resources aren't the most reliable so make sure to, that you go to a counselor or if you don't feel comfortable doing that make sure you reach out to like some adult or a form of like authority that has um the knowledge and power to be able to help you correctly can you guys uh, talk about some of the resources that nami and both our school provides for students Yes. Um, I think Francisco can talk about this better than well, I do. Yeah. So um I know that the, the district um the district itself has a wellness page and then that's found we, we have it on our um Instagram bio at LHSNAMI uh, within our link tree and those are definitely available there. And there are also several other hotlines, you know, um suicide the suicide hotline and just other hotlines that may help someone, you know, in the moment of in a moment of crisis when they're not immediately able to seek assistance. And then, uh, secondly, we know, um, as Brianna mentioned earlier, we have our interventionist, Ms. Lujan at Los Altos, who's able to provide services, you know, not, a, not only through like you emailing her and setting up a meeting, but a meeting, but she also has a website that is rich with resources. And so, um, we also have that on our Instagram bio. And then, so, um, talking about resources, I think the most important thing, um, that we all sort of like tend to look over is counselors. Um, we really just look at our counselors and say, oh, well, they're just there to help us with our classes. Oh, oh, and yeah, I mean, if I have some scheduling issues with my schedule, then I'll go then. But no, like these counselors, you know, first and foremost, they're human. So they understand they've been in our position and that's what's really important. You know, reaching out to them and communicating and establishing relationships, you know, relationship in a way that you can feel that you can tell them stuff, you know. And then even if it just starts off with you telling them about your day and building up, the best thing you can do is talk to a professional who knows how to help you, like Yvonne said, correctly and professionally in a way that will be most beneficial to yourself. And yeah, I think those are like the most major resources, but there are definitely other layers. And if you have any more questions, you know, reach out to your counselor, reach out to an appropriate adult, reach out to your doctor even, or your mom or your dad, you know, or your guardian. Just reach out to these adults who can really help you. 
one thing um i do want to say though about talking to counselors like i know i know it's not always the easiest and sometimes it feels like they don't care and like to all the you know like all the counselors out there that are if and the ones that are listening to this like i want you guys to understand that like it really does take a lot for us and i know like we're teenagers and we're dramatic and stuff but sometimes like it really is just such a heavy topic that it weighs down on us and we like like the thoughts that go through my head sometimes are like, well, like, what if they don't really care? You know, like, what if they're just pretending to listen? Like, what if my problem is not that big? And then I like just make, I just like shove it down until like it's not an issue in that moment anymore. And I want like the counselors to know, like, sometimes like you kind of have to push a little bit and it's not, it's not fair always, but like we do sometimes like a lot of us need that little nudge and stuff. So we do thank you for those of the people that you do help and like the ones that do talk to you and are open, but there's a lot of people out there who feel like they can fight it alone or that they need to fight it alone. So I'm just, I'm just letting the counselors know like something from our perspective, because sometimes it just feels like we're in the same room, but talking to like ourselves, you get me? Like it's like, there's a wall between us, but definitely reaching out to someone who cares about you or just listening to the podcast and, you know, practicing some of the things we preach and you know each podcast is complete with a song recommendation so i will be giving mine right now um this week's song is leaders by trippy red and travis barker um i just feel like this song is just a vibe like i listened to it like on repeat all yesterday and the day before and i just feel like it's very calming and relaxing thought uh relaxing song sorry i can't talk but um I don't know. Anybody else have anything uh, to add before we finish? Um, one thing I just want to say, like, before we finish is that you're you're not alone. And I know, like, some days might feel really hard and you have, like, a hard time reaching out to someone. But, you know, you've gone so far in life. And, you know, a clap for you because, you know, life, life is hard, especially, like, now that we're in the pandemic. And it's been literally almost going to be a year, like, March 13th. Like, that's so weird. But just be proud of how far you've come. And if you feel like you haven't done a lot, trust me, you've done a lot in life. And you are, you have such an amazing battle, like an amazing like future ahead of you. Just keep working hard. And yeah, feel free to contact us. I know Josh kept on saying that, but um, feel free to contact any of us if you guys want to reach out to us, have any questions, or just want to hang out. You know, we're always here. Before we conclude the episode, I'd like to give a special thanks to LHS NAMI for coming on with us. Um, thank you guys for your words. Honestly, it's like very impactful and it's very refreshing that there's other people that are also trying to tackle mental health and trying to normalize it more because it's criticized way too much and it really needs to be accepted more and talked about. But um, we thank you guys for coming on again and we're MTO.